the age of media transparency, things have never seemed so unclear. We're changing that. Welcome to Level Headed with former professional athlete and entrepreneur, Ambassador Jack Brewer, offering a balanced, authentic, and non-traditional perspective, exposing the divisiveness of information that influences us today. Focused on issues in politics, sports, entertainment, health, and business, highlighting stories of social good by real people who are changing the world. It's time to get level headed. Here's Jack. Welcome everybody back to Level Headed. Uh, we are shooting actually in my hometown, Dallas, Texas. Uh, so excited to be here with my partner, Mr. Mike Lindell. Welcome back, Mike. Jack, it's awesome to be here in your hometown. That's right, man. <laughs> so as you all know, Level Headed is here to bring you that non-biased perspective. This is a different type of news. And actually, this show is going to be about truth, uh, about really addressing those things that the media puts out there. You know, I've been attacked, oh, yeah. uh, really attacked viciously like never before in my life uh, over the past two weeks. But what's so disappointing is all the rhetoric and all the lies, mm -hmm. and folks are just talking without taking into account what's really true. So right. this level-headed show, Mike, we're going to go right back at the enemy, right? right. With God's truth, we're going to go back at them and, and really tell the world what's going on, man. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when, uh, what was it, uh, last Sunday or whatever, a week ago Sunday, when you called me up and go, check this out, and I opened up the open up my phone and I'm going, it's all Jack. Fact, you know, Uncle Tom, you, you right. name me. Which every is all, word. Every word, you know, mocking you and uh, putting you down. I'm going, you know, you're, what, what did he say? I mean, what's so bad? You know, just uh, complimenting our president. It's unbelievable. So I want you all to hear, uh, I had an opportunity to go to the White House and it was an incredible opportunity. As most of you know, um, I put my heart and soul into serving the, the, the black community, uh, both here in the U.S. and across the world. Uh, and in doing so, you know, the president and the administration wanted to acknowledge me uh, as a black leader. Uh, I've been very vocal uh, in support of the president when it was time to support him. And I've been very vocal against him when he said, said and done things that I didn't agree with. And so for me to get attacked like that really showed me what the enemy was was was. Uh, putting at me and what I was up against yeah. and, and what we are up against as a nation. Absolutely. And so I want you all to hear uh, the praises that the president actually uh, said about me at the White House. And he sharp his attack. Jack Brewer, a great player. Where's Jack? A great NFL player. Jack, thank you. And I loved what you said before. I don't know if they were listening to the media. They don't want to hear those words, Jack, you know? But what you said, I know they are, and I appreciate you saying them, too. So, Mike, from that, uh, I'm thinking, you know, I'm praising a president right. who's really done more for African Americans than any president in my lifetime. Ever. 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 Not even close. Uh, and so the viciousness started coming out. And this is something that you've talked about before because you've actually been attacked in, in a similar fashion. Well, yeah, I was, you know, I was attacked in 2016. Uh, I wasn't even political. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about politics. And I go out to. He invited me out to meet him. Uh, this in August 15, 2016. So I fly out to New York to Trump Tower, and I I get this half hour private meeting with him. And I walk out of there. I go, 
wow, all the things he said he was going to do and become made in America and all this. I couldn't wait to get back and tell the world. Right. I get back to Minnesota. I put a press release out and I said that I meant not even what we talked about. And they called me a racist. They called me everything. Not one channel put me on TV. And, you know, and it doesn't let up, Jack. I, you know, I was telling you that the, you know, for it, you're just now they they're going to come at you huge. Right. And it lets up a little bit, but then it's, they're waiting for the next thing. They're waiting for the, the next, next thing. You know, just at that same meeting. You know, I was there with you at that you Black were. History Month at the White House. And, uh, and in the other room, the president invited me in there and took a, we took a picture. And he, well, he told, the whole, he told everybody, I was the, Mike, I'm announcing Mike Lindell is my new campaign manager for Minnesota for the Trump campaign. And he said, uh, now if we lose, Mike, you know, you know who to blame. <laughs> uh, we're kidding, That's right? But the the press attacked me right away the next day, you know, and, and I'm just, you know, it's minor, but not compared, you know, compared yeah. to you. And I'm going, and all of a sudden, yours was like a little delay, like they were all in a war room, you yeah. know, going, oh, now let's just hammer Jack. Hammer me. Jack, let's hammer just me. go after Jack. And I'm going, you know, I figured, you know, that they, all the good that you're doing, and the good that you've done, you know, I was with you in the prisons and yeah. all the stuff you're doing. It's the exact opposite of what they're trying to say and to right. say you are. That's just incredible. Right. You know, it's just like they did to me. Right. My heart was to help everyone. So I come back to and tell people about this guy that's going to, that's you know, be our president. And to tell, because we have firsthand knowledge. That's right. You know, you've, uh, you've went where you actually, you know, back in the day with Obama, you you know you you heard promises That's made right. by other presidents, and I supported him. And you supported him for what he was telling me. Right. I supported right. him. I raised money for him. And, yep. and and Mike, someone like yourself, the president goes and finds you, <laughs> who you you're you're probably the most well known person from the state of Minnesota, right. the pride and joy of that state. You're touching the people there. Right. You're influencing those folks positively. Yeah, right. You stand for Jesus. Right. Right. And you would think that they would acknowledge and like the fact that the president wants someone like you representing them. Yeah, yeah. But no, they bash him for that. Yeah, it, and it, who else are you supposed to talk to if you want to do better for your people other than the president right, of the United exactly. States? I wanted to know where he stood on things that I want. You know, I come from an addiction. I come from addiction. Right. All the things I'm doing now with my recovery network and all these things, the president's on board with. With. I get firsthand knowledge. I get to hear. Wow, he's got you know all this bureaucracy that would stop things from getting done, and all these you know. I'll tell you, if I you know for me they can't take that from me. What I know about Donald Trump here here he's he's a problem solution. Here's the problem. Here's the solution. Right. But one more thing, it's where it manifests to. Right. That's a gift from God. Yes. It where is. does it manifest to in our daily lives? And then and. People don't get that. And, you know, we both met him now. Right. And it's like, you know, you know where his heart is. At. When people say that to me, people come up to me. Here's another one. They'll come up to me. They go, and you'll get this too. They're going, yeah, you know, Mike, I really love what you're doing. But what's wrong with your brain that you're, you know, that you're back in this prison? I'm going, well, then you're calling me stupid. That's right. Everything I'm doing is what he's doing. 100%. Everything he's behind, everything we're doing. I mean, everything. That, that's everything we're doing. I have not heard... One thing come out of the White House that's against that, that the things you and I are trying to get done, yeah. you know, with addiction, with the prison, with the black community, every everything that that you're that you're working on, and that I'm working on, we're working on together. He's all for all for it. And, <laughs> and I said this yesterday on social media. If you haven't seen something 
and you haven't touched something, then don't attack it because you are, don't have the access to actually understand yeah, and have right. the knowledge exactly. of what's really going on. And exactly. so, Mike, as we head in the break, I'm going to come back and let everyone hear some of those vicious comments that came at me, yeah. came against my family, and came against my friends. You guys, this is Level Headed. I'm Jack Brewer with Mike Lindell. As you can tell, this is going to be a fiery, fiery right, episode. That's right. <laughs> Bringing the truth. This is Level Headed. We'll be right back. Brewer Wellness Shop is proud to help the most vulnerable Americans. If you purchase a 10-pack of masks today for $8.99, we will donate an additional 10 masks. Shop with us at BrewerWellnessShop.com. That's BrewerWellnessShop.com. So, welcome back to Level Headed. Uh, we're going to jump right into this truth. Uh, this truth that I don't think, you know, folks like CNN and, and Keith Boykin, I don't think they really live in truth. Uh, you guys, listen to what this guy had to say about me. Um, thank God for folks uh, at Fox News, Laura Ingram, who had my back, and the president who's had my back. Uh, but you all check out this episode uh, from the other day. I got to say this, because it's the Black History Month. Man, you're the first black president. <laughs> Though he obviously didn't mean it, literally the remarks you just heard from former football star Jack Brewer sparked outrage on the left. The reality is he doesn't care about black people except as a potential voting block. He has not made any serious effort to reach black no. people. The idea that anybody would sit in a room with Donald Trump and call him the first black president after we had Barack Obama as the president of the United States shows just what kind of Uncle Toms were sitting in that room in Ooh. the first place. Uh, Laura, it's, it's, it's misrepresentation and it's, it's people that are uneducated on the facts. And so, you know, the reason I said what I said was to stir the pot uh, and expose the evilness that is really going on. I mean, for folks to really deny the fact that Donald Trump has helped black people as much as he, he has, the policies, Laura, I mean, the man gave HBCUs long-term funding when the administrations before him would never do that. They, they made these black schools continue to come back and beg and beg for money. I mean, they've criminal justice reform. You look at criminal justice reform, Laura, and you say the Obama administration sat there with Joe Biden, who actually wrote the crime bill that locked up and mass incarcerated millions of black men, taking the fathers out of our homes. How can that not upset black America when President Obama sits in office for eight years and doesn't release these folks? Why does Donald Trump have to give Alice Johnson clemency? I mean, these things go on and on again, and you mm -hmm. can't argue the facts. And the facts are that Donald Trump has passed more policies for black folks than any president since Lincoln. Just what kind of Uncle Toms were sitting in that room in the first place? Well, Mr. Keith Boykin, let me tell you about the Uncle Toms in that room. Uh, Alveda King, MLK's niece. Uh, how much of an Uncle Tom is she? Well, she's so much of an Uncle Tom that she is the person that pushed for criminal justice reform. She is the reason while those black women that you saw the other day got clemency. She put her name on that, right? When Angela Stanton got clemency, that's because of Alveda King, right? When you see the president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, passing the first ever major bill for historical black college and universities, that was because Alveda King was in his ear advocating. Mr. Boykin, that's what black leaders do. Black leaders meet with leadership to actually get things done for black people. They don't sit, sit on TVs being a pundit, 
doing nothing with their hands. Black leaders live their words through the work of their hands. And so this Uncle Tom that you're talking about, I feed 15,000 little black kids every single day. I've done that for 20 years. I've worked tirelessly in communities, not, not just in the U.S., but in Haiti and in Malawi and in places like Haiti where I opened up the first um, medical center for women and children. Places like Malawi where we screened over 15,000 women of cervical and breast cancer. All black. All black. These are the Uncle Toms that were in the room uh, with President Trump. And I think it's just disgusting and despicable for you to use your media, your airtime, when you should be advocating for African Americans, when you should be feeding and feeding our black youth truth, when you should be empowering our black folks. You don't do that. You don't stand up against Barack Obama when he goes into Haiti and his administration misappropriates over $13 billion. This is the poorest black nation on earth. Haiti had a, had a GDP at this time in 2009. Their GDP was just over $6 billion. So we give them almost $14 billion at one shot, two and a half times their total GDP. And now they're more poor than they were before this crisis? And you're okay with that? You're okay with Barack Obama, who names his vice president, Joe Biden, who was the author of the 94 crime bill that literally locked up millions of black men. He sat in office for eight years. All the clemencies that Donald Trump has passed for black folks went right past Obama's desk. He never stood up against the 94 crime bill. He never stood up against mass incarceration. Why? Because his buddy, as vice president wrote the bill and he didn't want to go against him. Why didn't he stand up for Haiti, the first black nation, the first independent black nation on earth? Because his secretary of state and his buddy Bill Clinton are the ones that misappropriated the funds. And so these are the people you should be standing up against if you want to call out Uncle Tom's, but you won't do that. You won't do that because you're a part of the system. You've always been. You want the Democrats to continue to have power despite in every poor black neighborhood is represented by a Democrat in office that has done nothing for their people except push policies that want to increase welfare programs. They want to take fathers out of the homes. Are you not, are you not mad about that? The fact that all of the entitlement programs under Obama disincentivize fatherhood. Father comes into the house, a mother loses her, loses her support. I'm not okay with that, brother. The reason why I fight so hard for these kids in the inner cities, the reason why I go into these schools and try to bridge the gap of fatherlessness is because I care. I've cared all my life. And so, yeah, I take offense to what you said because I don't believe in what you believe in. I don't believe in going against the Bible. I don't believe in changing the biblical definition of marriage. I know you do, brother. You're okay with that. But in my world, that's demonic. And I will always, I will always stand against that. And I'll always stand for the word of God. So, brother, I look forward to your rebuttal. I look forward to you guys at CNN having me on, someone who can articulate these facts, right? You won't put me on your TV airways to talk about this stuff because you don't want our black brothers and sisters to have the truth. I'm not okay with that. To those millions of prisoners, to the thousands of prisoners that I touch each and every week, I teach in nine prisons around the country. And those prisoners that I touch and I tell you that I'm going to go out and advocate for you, and I'm going to stand for the First Step Act, 
I'm going to stand for you bringing programming into our prisons so we can give these men a second chance. I'm going to continue to do that. And Keith Boykin, I'm not sure what you're doing with your hands, but I know what I'm doing with mine. And so we're going to go to break after this because I just wanted this to be a direct response to Keith Boykin. This is level-headed. I'll always stay level-headed. I'll always stay true. And you'll never stop me from fighting for my people. We'll be right back. Brewer Wellness Shop is proud to help the most vulnerable Americans. If you purchase a 10-pack of masks today for $8.99, we will donate an additional 10 masks. Shop with us at BrewerWellnessShop.com. That's BrewerWellnessShop.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Level Headed. Um, you know, this show, we have to try to do our best to keep it real, bring you truth, bring that balanced perspective to news. Uh, and since we are in the news, and Mike and myself, sometimes we get attacked, uh, we have to bounce back. That's and so, right. That's right. Um, wow, what, what a job you just did there. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just felt like this. Go, you go, Jack. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mike, they, they attack you. They attack me is one thing. But then when you start attacking my family and you yeah, attack. Yeah, I know. That's, that's yeah. just it. I haven't, I haven't had too much of that experience. And, uh, um, but it's been, you know, my company. You know, yeah. They go after my company, yeah. you know. Yeah. They go after my company. That's their number one. They'll attack my pillow and. Yeah so on but uh but if we uh if we roll into the hope report i got yeah, some good news that's right we can, we can <laughs> all positive and, and yeah. mike you know I, we talk about hope um this is really what i think got to the president's heart is the fact that i thanked him yeah i thanked him because i let him know when he passed the right. first step act that brought me so much hope it rejuvenated right. me absolutely to go into the prisons even deeper right because i knew we yeah. had policy right that was going to allow these guys to get out of prison right, and go right, on and do right, something right. about it. And so he brought me hope. And I know for you, you've been able to do that to so many people, man. And um, even when you walked in today, I'm like, Mike, can we shoot a show without a tie? I wore more ties in uh, the last uh, two years than I have all my life. Unbelievable. You know? you know, I just but you were speaking, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I was speaking. I did a uh, the National uh, Drug and Alcohol Screening Association, wow. and you know I, some of these are booked, you know, months out, and uh, and I'm speaking all over the place. But but when it, with my hope report the, uh, that I have today, it's like what you said. You see it just in one little thing with the prisons. There, I was with you, Jack, when we went to that prison. What gave me hope there was the prisons were doing stuff for the prisoners for when they get out. Right. The the, the president. <clears throat> it's one thing to have him, you know, a president that will look at the look at the problems. Here's a solution. But now he knows, you know, these guys that are going to get out. It's not like back in the day. Our prisons are doing good things to get them ready to go out in society, so they're going to be back with their families and have their fathers back. Fathers back. And yeah. and what it's going to manifest to is is families and stuff bringing bringing our country back to a time when you had the father and the mother and the family units and and where and uh but i see so many things and i get to hear you know firsthand a lot with the administration with different people and here's one thing i want to say that gives me hope we have a president that doesn't do things for for politics he does it because he wants to help and he wants to solve problems that manifest to joy in our daily lives i know for a fact right now he's doing so many things in california he, nobody knows about it because you know what 
he's not going to win their vote, probably. Right. So, but he's doing it because there's people there that need help. Need help, and that so is. And hopeful. no one knows he, that. Nobody they knows give that. him any credit for but it. it, and he doesn't get credit for it. But it gives me hope that yeah. we have a president. He'll look at you know what's the best way to do this. What's the best? He's such a. It's a businessman attitude, but it's a businessman with a good heart. Yeah. His heart is where it's at. You got heart. You know, if you just had a, okay, I'm just doing it to so I can win elections and stuff. That's what we've had all along. Right. That's what I think. That when you, you know, back in the day, like I said, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about politics. So when he called him the swamp, I go, well, how bad is it there? Well, it turns <laughs> out it was pretty bad, right? Right. You know, you had. I got to meet a lot of these people before they they're not there anymore, and yep. and I'm telling you, they were they they had just the attitude of of being in politics and being. You know, just almost for their own self-serving agenda, and 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 that does give you hope. You know, the hope report. People across this nation see a Mike Lindell, right? They know you were a former uh, crack addict, right? Been able to do what you have. You know, creating a business. Uh, You're sitting next to the president during the manufacturing yeah, some, uh, yeah. summit. He's bringing in people that are actually doing it. I just had a conversation uh, with the White House recently, and they want me to help them figure out how to better serve the inner city communities. Right, right. How can we, what are the issues? Right. How can we address the fatherlessness? Right. That, right. those are things that give you hope. Right. I may not agree with everything the president right. says. I say right. it over and over again, but his job is to protect America, right? right and bring opportunity to our citizens. Right. Right. And, and if he's doing his job, Give the man credit. Yeah. You don't got to want to have a beer with him. And, you don't want to have to have right. him at your right. dinner table. Right. That's up to you. Right. But here, don't don't pretend like he's not doing the job, the job when the right. policies are right there in front right. of you. Yeah, absolutely, Jack. And, you know, for him to bring in, they, you know, he's one of the things people don't know about him, he's a great listener. Yeah. And he's bringing in people that have been there. What better thing, bringing you, he's bringing me in, you know, bringing me in for, you know, he knows about my Lindo Recovery Network. Well, but my thing, the stuff that's going on there, when I was there when he signed the opiate bill, yeah. Jack, these things, what better people to put into place that have been there, been there. than know how and know what the problems are and let them figure it out. Just like he did to me, <laughs> like in Minnesota, you know, he goes, Mike's running my campaign in Minnesota. Well, because he knows I've been there. I know the problems in Minnesota. That's right. In Minnesota, we have problems other states don't have. That's right. You think the coasts have problems. The, the, I think you're the one that said the, the highest black unemployment rate in the United States in the is country. in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, in Minneapolis Minnesota. In Minneapolis, Mike, Minnesota. When the Gophers, when the Minnesota Golden Gophers brought me in, and this is 1996. Right. They brought me in for a visit. Right. The first thing they told me is they pointed to downtown Minneapolis and they said, this is the best place in America for a black man to come work. Yeah. They told me that. Right. And to sit here today at 41 years old, right, right 25 years later, right. and to think that that same city now yeah. has the worst unemployment for yeah. blacks, it's despicable. It, it is. It really is. And I, I really believe that it's because all the great things this administration is doing and, and I believe that Minnesota is pushing back on it. You they know? are. We, they're pushing back on it, just like when he came there to do a rally. The mayor of Minneapolis didn't want anything to do with it. Him. You know, I was slammed on that one. Just, you know, I went and spoke at it. Jack, yeah. you were with me. Well, yes, yes, and this yes, I is, was. You know, and then, and then the media puts it out there like there's all this pushback, you know, from the people. No, we didn't see that, did we? We, we didn't see it 20, at all. We've seen 20,000 people inside, 20,000 outside yeah. cheering on. 
And the know, weather was bad. Yeah, 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 the weather. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're going to see it's a wake-up call for and for uh, this country is just look at what he, what's gotten done. This is my hope. My The hope is if you view... Each, one of the things, too, about our president, he'll take you in a, in a room, he'll take every single person like that. That's the only person in his in his view. That's right. How are you doing today? How are you doing? You know, I was in the White House the other day, and I was talking to some of the Secret Service and some of the guys that are inside the White House all the time. And, I, you know, here's a kid that was in there. He was like an intern. Been there two years. He says, you know what? I said, how's it going? How is he to you know, work with? He goes, every time he comes down, he personally comes up and says, how are you doing today? <laughs> that's and that's amazing. And he's not doing it to get the guy's vote. Right. He cares about people. He cares, cares about people. I think that people don't realize that. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, and like you said, it's, you know, look at what's been getting done. And not just by what he's doing, it's the things he's, that the people, he's letting people do what they were called on this earth to do. 100%. That's he's the a, biggest thing. He's getting people who are actually doers, who do it with their hands. Yep. And I think, you know, as we close out um, this this uh, segment, it's important to realize that when you have a leader who can go out and touch someone, whether it's like me or like you in the in, right. in your business and, right. you know, you with, with opioid bill and all of those things yeah. that he wants to talk to us who are out there. He's not trying to make those decisions. He brought tears to my eyes when I was in there, uh, and I saw Alvy the King, who was sitting there, and Angela Stanton, and people were slamming her, and to hear all these folks come out, D.L. Hughley and Keith Boykins of the world, Snoop Dogg, all of these folks come out against those folks in that room. Angela Stanton sat there and was in prison and had to give birth to a baby, with her, to her baby, her daughter, tied up, handcuffed to the bed. Wow. Handcuffed to wow. the bed. Wow. Once she had the baby, she was hemorrhaging so wow. bad she couldn't stop the bleeding. They, The prison wouldn't give her enough padding to, to stop the bleeding. She had to use her T-shirt. Oh, wow. Take her T-shirt wow. off to stop the hemorrhaging after having a baby. So wow. what happens? Alveda King brings her story to Donald Trump. Donald Trump puts into the First Step Act that allows women now who are pregnant in prison never to have to go through that again. Wow. He made it a federal law. Right. And so that's just an example, man, it's as, just, as uh, we it, talk about the Hope Report. Yeah. It's just not right it's that so, people don't give him credit it's for that. So, uh, you know what's so awesome? Is he views every single problem like it's his only problem. That's right. He'll look at it, and let's just focus on this, get it solved, and move on to the next one. What's move the next on. one? What's the next one? Bring me some more. That's Bring right. me some more. That's you right. got more? Bring me some more. <laughs> and what does that manifest to winning? You tired winning. of winning yet? Yep. No, we're not tired. We're not tired of winning. winning. <laughs> not tired of winning. Yeah. And so, you know, as we as we end up this segment, Mike, I just want to say, man, thank you for your support. You have my back through this whole time, yeah. brother. And I really I'm appreciate it, man. Yeah. I know you are. And so uh, we got a big week coming up this week. And then next week, you know, folks, look out. You know, Mike's got a, a, a big task. He's got he's to win Minnesota. Yep, so yep. he's putting together um, some rallies now and some town halls. Yep. I'm supporting him. Yeah, it's going to um, be awesome. Yep. And I just, just to announce this, too, I just got um, named to the, uh, to the board of the Black Voices, yeah. and so you'll see me out there fighting, and I'll be right beside Mike fighting this fight together. And and you know what? I want to say something, Jack. You know, I want you to, this will console you a little bit. The media, when they keep attacking you, pretty soon they're going to realize, you ain't going to change. Ain't gonna change. And I ain't going to change. You know, so then it's like, you know, 
you know, they're just wasting time where they could be doing something constructive. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard it right here, directly from Mr. My Pillow, uh, Mike Lindell. Those are some words of wisdom. We got, we got to end it up on that, man. This is Jack Brewer. I'm with Mike Lindell, level-headed, bringing you that truth. Guys, support us. Pray for us. More importantly, uh, we give this all to God, uh, and we just ask you all subscribe to our show, share our show. We're doing this for the kingdom, uh, and we just wish you and your families uh, a great week. A uh, great year. God bless America and God bless you all. See you next time.